The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 U.S. Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing, MMA, or any other sport, you tuned into the right place. Outside the Ring is brought to you by VoiceAmericaSports.com. Well, guys, we got a great show for you today. We have my guest later on on the show is Denver, Colorado's own Robert Red Hot Franco. He'll be on the Fighters Corner later on in the show, and um, it's it's going to be a great interview. The guy's an amazing person, a great fighter, and he, he does a lot um, outside of boxing. All right, guys, you know, this this has a, almost like nothing to do with uh, uh, sports at all, but aside from the fact that she sang the best rendition of the national anthems at the 91 Super Bowl, Miss Whitney Houston has uh, departed from, 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 this, from our lives and, and leaves us with uh, great uh, music that we can remember her through. And uh, I just want to say it's uh, it's a shame that uh, great talent surrounded by a lot of never negative influences um, uh, uh, probably brought her down. I I can't say that's what it was, but um, I I just can't say enough, man. If um, I just want to give out a little, um, you know, advice, man. If if you guys have got something or someone who isn't good for you, let let it go or let them go. Even if it has to do with uh, family and, and, and friends that, that you know for a long time or, or whatever the case may be, if you know that there's a person or something holding you down and you know that that's the problem, cut it loose, man. Cut it loose and, 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 and move forward, man. Uh, we want to send our condolences from outside the ring to the Houston family and, and hope they can get through this uh, difficult time. Um, and also to, to her daughter, you know, I know she's going to have a, a, a void in her heart probably for the rest of her life. And, uh, hopefully she can surround herself uh, around good people that can help her and lift her up. So again, our condolences here to, to the Houston family. All right, guys, let's start talking about Peyton Manning, man. He's had some issues going, uh, going on for now, you know, uh, regarding his health. Uh, he's had about four medical procedures done to his neck, his back, uh, uh, fixing a, a bulge disc, and, and a lot of other issues. You know, as an athlete, you always want to stay healthy so you can do good and, and you know, have a long career in the, in, in the sport and try to be injury-free. But, you know, it's, it's sometimes uh, you, you're not sure of what's going to happen. 
So, you know, in his case, he's going to become a free agent and um, he's not, uh, he doesn't know if he's going to stay with the, with, with the Colts or he's going to move on. Uh, personally, I think he's got a big uh, decision to make, whether it's going to be his career or his health, man. Because um, I, as as an athlete myself, I wanna I want I want I want to be able to talk to my kids and 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 be able to play with my kids. And so uh, for me, it's been you know almost like a, a, a issue of, of family comes first, health comes first, so I can be with my family. So um, best of luck to you, man. Uh, whatever you decide. I hope it's the right one, and we wish you nothing but the best. Okay, we're going to have to talk about this phenom, <laughs> the Knickerbocker from New York, Jeremy Lin. He's a 6'3 Chinese-American who's, uh, you know, been showing up on all the teams that passed on him, man. This kid has uh, has been lighting it up, and he's been doing really great. And there's a lot of a lot of people, you know, knocking him because um, he he's he's doing these amazing things. And they're saying, oh, well, you know what, any uh, any other African-American can do the same thing and, and they don't get the press and all this stuff and then just trying to knock them down. But the thing is that he is Chinese-American, man. And that's what's crazy about it, that, you know, that he's not uh, African-American. I mean, um, there's some guys that, 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 yeah, you're right, they do the same thing as Lin Dunn, but... This guy is not of uh, of that race, so it's a phenom, you know. He's he's something uh, a rarity, so to speak. So you know, I, that's what the hype is all about, guys. It's not it's not because he does it better than anybody else. It's just because he's from a, a different race, and and it's and it's crazy. So you imagine you imagine if they get a Mexican baller like that, man, unreal, man. You they're gonna be like, hey, this guy's gotta go. He, first of all, he's probably going to be like 5'3", five, 5'2", five, and he's going to be doing all that stuff. They're going to be like, you know, this guy is is unreal, and they're going to be hating on him. They're going to be telling him to go wash dishes or go wait tables and stuff like that or go do my lawn. But, you know, we're, we're, I'm waiting for a, for, a, for a Mexican baller to come out, man. I really am. So I'm going to be the first one to jump on that bandwagon. But let's go to my Bulls. My Bulls were on a five-game winning streak until they – they met the Celtics uh, on the 12th of February, February, excuse me, but they were without Rose due due to back problems. Um, where uh, second game without him, sorry. But don't panic, guys. On Monday, we got the news that there was no disc or vertebrae or anything wrong with his back at all. So all he needs is a little bit of therapy and rest, and a lot of good rest. And uh, then on Tuesday, they came back and 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 they pounded on as well, not pounded, but. You know they beat the key, the Kings, uh, Sacramento Kings, twenty one, uh, one twenty one to one fifteen. It was, it was, it was a little close, but but they got the victory. So you know, I mean, that's that's the important thing about it. Uh, just keep just keep on what you guys are doing. You guys are doing a good job. I know that without uh, two of their top guys in uh, Rip Hamilton and uh, and uh, Derek Rose, Rip Hamilton has been out actually for nine games, but it, it's all right. These guys are still winning. You know they're 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 uh, on the roll, and um, I I say uh, keep on resting them, both of them actually, Rose and and um, and Hamilton. Keep on resting them, so like that when we do get into the playoffs, uh, they're they're strong and healthy and 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 ready to go. And uh, speaking about revenge and and and, and playoffs, um, 
we're going to end up having the, the Celtics, uh, Celtics tonight. And uh, Rose is on a game-time decision. We don't know if he's going to start or not. And um, we're just going to have to wait and see on, on that end. But um, I say rest them, man. Rest of guys. Rest up and then take us. The, the whole crew is, is doing great. Just rest. Both of them rest. And it'll take us uh, deep into the playoffs. And as far as for Rose uh, playing on, uh, on the All-Star game, Again, rest. This is a game that you really don't have to play. Um, it's uh, like a sparring session that <laughs> you don't have to do, so don't do it. I say uh, rest. All you have to do is rest, man, so you can come back strong. Um, I have bad news. Bad news to, to, to tell to my, my girl, Rita. But she knows because I'm pretty sure she probably uh, went through about three TVs right about now. The Blackhawks are... Um, are on a nine-game uh, uh, losing streak, you know. For those of you who are like, man, who's Rita, who's Rita? Well, she was a, a female fighter. She was a guest on my show before, and she's a diehard Blackhawks fan. So I'm um, sorry, Rita, but it, it's just uh, how the cookie crumbles, I guess. You know, I mean, they, they've been on a bad uh, losing streak, nine games, and um, there's even talks now about letting uh, Coach Q go, Coach Quinville. Um, I, I don't think they're at that point yet. You know, but they do need to get some wins because uh, I believe we're we're tied uh, with the Kings for uh, for uh, 65 points, and we're up only two on Phoenix. So we need a win. We definitely need a win, guys. One nothing. I don't care. Just get a win. Don't get a tie. Get a win. Uh, we don't want to be that we that 10 and 0 team that has or 0 and 10 team who hasn't who hasn't gotten a a, a victory, man. But they take on the uh, New York uh, Rangers. Uh, um, so, uh, um, I don't know, man. Let's go Hogs, man. Just go out and get it, you know. I've also, um, I was reading up on some of the websites, and uh, I, I came across this, uh, like, you know, thing about Ricardo Mayorga, man. This, this cigarette smoking, beer drinker, and everything else, you know, what, what he does to, to get attention. Well, he excuse me. What he does to get attention and stuff. He's saying that that uh, he wants to he wants to fight uh, Chavez Jr. Seriously, um, don't even don't even don't even mention that because uh, Mayorga is just just a joke. You know, he's just a show for for the sport. It's definitely going to be bad on him. I don't I I don't want even though Chavez is a young guy and he would probably beat Mayorga. Uh, but I, I definitely don't think it's something they should think of. Um, I know that they're talking about probably a possibility, possibility of um, uh, Chavez Jr. fighting Sergio Martinez. <laughs> and I say to that, too, don't take it, Jr. You are not ready for the likes of uh, uh, Sergio Martinez. I think he's an uh, uh, excellent boxer, and um, I personally don't believe that you're, you're at that caliber yet. I mean, you had a pretty rough... Uh, it took uh, a while for you to, like, hone in on Rubio and you were heavier than him and everything. You pushed him around. It was great. But I definitely do think that um, that uh, Chavez Jr. should stay away from that to, to, to that fight from Sergio Martinez as well. As well. What other fights you say are, are, are good for them, good for him right now? I say take a fight that uh, can get him a, a, a victory, a solid knockout. You know, uh, an effective fight just to, to boost his ego up a little bit. So we'll see what happens. You know, also I was reading and uh, 
Pac-Man says that uh, Bradley might be his last fight. So for all of you who wanted to see that uh, uh, Mayweather and, and Pacquiao fight, man, it, it may not happen because of the fact that uh, uh, Pacquiao is not only a congressman, but also he was just um, uh, recognized as an ambassador uh, uh, to the church. And he uh, decided to, um, you know... Um, stay in the church and he says that it wouldn't look right of him fighting and you know advocating peace and everything so i don't know i mean it's 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 a tough decision to make it's going to be a lot of money left on the table and uh the mayweather and pacquiao fight may not happen but you know us fighters always say one thing and do the other so that's just out there for people to see or read on and to make, uh, I guess, Floyd Mayweather push for the fight or whatever. But we'll see We'll see what happens with that. And another thing, Bradley's saying that he's the one that's probably the one that's got to match speed for speed and punch for punch with uh, Pacquiao. So we're just going to have to wait and see if this, if this fight is what they all come out to be, man. So uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a fight. Uh, we have to watch and we have to tune in to see what could be if it is uh, Pacquiao's last fight. So you guys um, can call into the show at 888-346-9144. Send your questions and comments to me by clicking on the Facebook or Twitter link. Stay tuned for the next segment. It's called The Outcome. We'll be taking your calls later in the show. Stay tuned. flagship station for sports voice america sports what's the national pastime in the u.s in the 21st century are you sure think again three out of four americans have made nfl football the true american pastime it's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world but how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes tune in to enter the league with eugene t lee esquire as your host eugene was the featured nfl agent in the espn acclaimed documentary the dotted line and now he takes his expertise to the voice america sports channel listen every thursday at 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific the job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. 
Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. You're listening to Outside the Ring. This segment is called The Outcome. The Outcome, ladies and gentlemen. Well, guess what? There's been an outcome to me not taking the fight with Juan Manuel Marquez. That left Marquez looking for, for another uh, fighter and appears he will be fighting Argentina's Cesar Cuenca. He's 42-0 with one KO. And he's going to be fighting him at 140. Marcus is, as you know, he's coming off uh, another close split decision, decision loss to Manny Pacquiao. And obviously now he's going to be taking on the undefeated but quick uh, and slick southpaw. Uh, he's rated actually number one by the WBO in the junior welterweight division. So, you know, and this is going to be his first time he will be fighting outside his native Argentina. Uh, first time ever in his career. So um, he plans to do good and uh, hopes to do good against Marcus. Could he beat him? Uh, I doubt he will, you know. So um, I wish him nothing but the best, but I, I believe the, Marcus really has this one in the bag. Um, and um, he's obviously looking for his next fight with uh, Pacquiao. But like I told you earlier, <laughs> yeah, Pacquiao might be retiring, so everybody might be out of <laughs> out of luck and out of a piggy bank. <laughs> so... Um, you know, we have a rematch, guys. It's coming uh, Bay, uh, to Vegas May 19th, and it's the Con Peterson 2. Uh, Peterson, he will be fight, uh, he, he, he decided to fight. He said he would have fought Cam the Sunday uh, after his fight, but um, it was up, uh, up to his team to, de- to decide to see which options were best for him, obviously, money-wise, uh, for, for Peterson. And um, after doing everything and, and going through all the, the fights, because they had him fighting uh, Marquez as well. So um, after everything was said and done, uh, the most, uh, I believe, the most money that he was going to generate is going to be with the, with the gun fight. And it's a, and it's a fight that um, is going to be good. It's going to be a good one again. Um, Khan was obviously very happy that, that uh, you know, they, he took this fight. So... Um, Peterson is saying that this time he's going to beat him and he's going to make sure that not, not saying that he didn't beat him the last time. He said he's going to make sure that he feels that he knows he, he lost. And, uh, Khan on the other hand is saying that, uh, it's going to be the same fight. It's going to be action packed and everything, but with a different outcome. I don't know, guys. We're just going to have to wait and see. So remember, it's going to be May 19th. If you're out in Vegas, go check it out. It's going to be there. So it's going to be some good fighting. Um, there's also going to be some good fighting, but in March on NBC again. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about the White Wolf, Sir, uh, Sergey Lakovich. Um, he had uh, was going to fight uh, Chambers, and it, it fell through because Chambers had uh, broken ribs or something like that. And 
it just so happened it went bad mouth with everything. But um, the 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 guy that Sergey is gonna fight is the guys they took the main event, the winner, which was Brian Jennings in a ten round uh, uh, uh main event. Guys, this is the guy that won the fight with the gym shoes. He had basketball gym shoes on. Remember, guys, when I was telling you about that? Well, we're going to have to wait and see on March 24th to see if he brings those uh, lucky uh, gym shoes, basketball shoes back, or he decides to uh, uh, use boxing shoes. Uh, I suggest uh, he uh, he brings the boxing shoes because he's going to have to do a lot of moving around with uh, Sergey because he's a, he's a pretty tough guy. So, you know, also there's going to be a heavyweight. Thomas Adamek is going to be... Uh, making his first ring appearance since fa uh, facing uh, heavyweight uh, king Vitaly Klitschko on Saturday, March 24th. Um, so it's going to be some good ones because also the, on, on that uh, night, uh, the, uh, the main event is going to be Brooklyn's own um, Zab Judah, uh, uh, someone that, that I know. He's going to be fighting uh, unbeaten uh, junior welterweight Vernon Paris in, in the mandate for the number one position in the IBF. So that's going to be a, a good a good one. So we're just going to have to wait and see for March 24th and, and see what happens, you know. So, guys, um, now I want to talk to you about uh, the fight that, that that I saw. Well, it's actually the only fight I saw this past weekend. It was on Friday Night Fights. And it was uh, Demetrius uh, Andre versus Angel El Toro Hernandez, a Chicagoan, and a friend of mine. It was a fight that I thought was difficult for, for, for Toro to win. He had size, reach, and obviously the boxing ability uh, um, against, uh, against him uh, because Demetrius uh, is, is a pretty good fighter and moves well. And Toro, his, his fighting is uh, aggressive. Um, you know, it, it just didn't, it didn't look right, didn't feel right from the start. Um, Toro was trying to, you know, land the heavy shots and, I'm pretty sure if Toro would have landed, it would have hurt him. But they were just too wild and and, and um, too erratic. I mean, for for him um, in the second round, um, Demetrius shook him. He went down, and that's when the referee stepped in. And obviously, it was it, it was a fight that that should have been um, stopped. Uh, so to my friend Toro, uh, first I want to say Demetrius Andares, congratulations, good luck, and he's got a bright future. He's got a bright future uh, ahead of him. And um, to to Toro, uh, my friend, uh, I may, and maybe it's that time, brother. Maybe it's that time to uh, to to call it a day. Um, I, uh, I I mean it as a good friend uh, that cares for you and wants nothing but the best for you. You know, brother. Maybe maybe it's that time. And um, I'm definitely going to be giving you a call. Let, let let everything soak in and 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 then we're gonna sit down and talk, brother. But um, let's leave this game to the young bucks. <laughs> so you know that's what it is, brother. Um, Malinaji fans, to all the Pauli Malinaji fans, uh, Carolina Brook, that means you. Uh, he has now agreed to fight welterweight uh welterweight title holder. This you guys you gotta bear with me. Vasjesliva Senchenko on April 29th. Malinaji will not be fighting in uh will 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 now be fighting in Senchenko's home country of of the Ukraine. Before you know, there was a lot of speculation that he wasn't going to fight him because 
the purse wasn't right and and they were giving them uh they were giving him a um you know not a a good airline uh they were giving him coach seating uh they weren't giving him first class uh places where he was going to stay at and obviously he said that the the money wasn't good so i don't know what made the, the these things turn around but um he's going to be going uh Union uh, Boxing is, is going to be promoting that fight, and the the fight will now ha- now happen. So, be- best of luck to you, Polly, and I, I hope I hope you do great um, with in in this fight. Now, I'm gonna step in a little bit into what you guys probably saw on the internet um, and what happened in Argentina. So, to Polly, this goes out to you, brother. Be careful out there. Um, the Argentinian brothers, they went a little crazy. I usually think that the Argentinians go crazy for their, for their soccer, for their soccer, but, um, these guys, uh, um, had a, had a fight the other day, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Argentinian who was a former junior, uh, flyweight, uh, titleist, Luis Lasarte was taking on, uh, John Riel Casimiro. Now, for, uh, the, my Spanish people, speaking people Casimiro means I, I can almost look I can almost see but he was from the Philippines <laughs> Casimiro stopped, stopped Lasarte in the 10th round in Lasarte's hometown for the for the IBF vacant in terms of 108 pounds it's reported that Lasarte was you know giving him elbows and all that stuff and head buttoning him and doing you know the dirty stuff you know to try to win the fight and that uh he uh, also threatened uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Claudio, I believe is his name, in the sixth round. And he told me, man, you want to get out of here alive? <laughs> and that, that's crazy, you know. But in the tenth round, uh, Casemiro was on him, and um, uh, Claudio stepped in and, and called off the fight. And then everything broke loose, man. It all just came tumbling in, the, 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 the fans. And I believe, I th- if I'm not... If I'm not mistaken, I, I think it was one of the cornermen's too that, that that was going after uh, uh, the Filipino and his and his uh, crew. So all with all that said and done, there was a lot of melee, big everything, and nobody got arrested, nobody got nothing. Uh, thank goodness the guys got out with a little bit of bu- more bumps and bruises. <laughs> so um, you know, but then Jose Suleiman came out and he said, "Oh, you know what? Uh, everybody should sanction the Argentine Federation and." Yada yada yada, and, and you know this is appalling, which it is appalling. It is appalling, but this is um, why a lot of the fighters don't like to go outside of the U.S. because there is no regulation. You know, people don't care. And 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 to say it, the the director or or the the administrator for for the Federation of Argentina said he actually said, "Who am I going to punish? The people that were there, the security." It's like the st- the stadium. What what sanctions am I going to give to the people? Why should I do that? He was saying. And then um, he said, uh, and and the IBF sanction us or reprimand us. He's like, he said it literally. He goes, I, we laugh at at those sanctioning bodies. They're nothing, you know. So that's why a lot a lot of the fights that happen uh, happen. The great fights happen here in the U.S. because of federations from other countries that don't respect the sanctioning body rules because there's rules and regulations guys whether um you you thought about it or not 
in 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 the boxing in the boxing world, the boxing industry um, that you got to buy for just to protect the the the, the fighters and the cornermen. And um, I definitely think that's a that's a black eye on 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 boxing and uh, the the federation from Argentina to to say anything like that is it's really not 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 cool, man, and not not appreciated. That's why uh, there's hardly rarely any. American fighters that that, that want to go to any other country to um, to do these to do these uh, fights because of organizations or, or sanctioning body or I mean um, uh, that do that like countries that that really don't care for the fighters that come in from a, another country or or anything like that. So you know um, I hope something happens in the sense, but obviously, like you said. Uh, the own uh, commissioner said, that, you know, there's nothing that's going to happen here because they 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 do what they want to do. Well, guys, you know, there's going to be some upcoming um, fights uh, on February 17th on ESPN2 at the College uh, Park Center in Arlington, Texas. John Molina is going to be taking on Marvin Quintero. That's a lightweight fight. And uh, Sean Estrada versus Terrence Wood in a super middleweight fight. Now, these are the fights I'm going to be watching, too, the, the, the Showtime ones. Uh, Paul Williams, again, guys, uh, no be hero Ishida. They're going to be going uh, uh, at a junior uh, middleweight division and, and going to be fighting. And also, Tavoris Cloud will be taking on Gabriel Campillo in the I- IBF light heavyweight title. So check it out. Oh, and also, the big one is going to see what uh, uh, Vitaly Klitschko and uh, Derek uh, Crisoria is going to do in the heavyweight division. So, you know, I, I think this is going to be a great fight. You guys, please stay tuned for my guest, uh, Rob Red Hot Franco, man. He's an awesome cat, awesome guy. Stay tuned. We'll be back to the Fighters Corner. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports ready for in your face sports want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go you're not going to be shy here tune in to here's the deal with mega and steel featuring ike mega griffin and sydney steel justice we've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every friday at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern just before the weekend on the voice america sports channel we tell it like it is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Zeiss. This week on the show will be... Four-time champion of champions, turkey caller Mark Prudhomme from Georgetown, South Carolina, David Hale with Night and Hale Game Calls, Mike Stock with Winchester Ammo, and the president of Ruger Firearms, Michael Pfeiffer, when we talk spring turkey hunting. All brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia College sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. Welcome and back, and you're listening to the Fighters Corner. All right, my next guest, we, we, we faced each other a couple of years ago inside the ring. Uh, it was a very tough fight. <laughs> I came out better than him. <laughs> and today I'm happy to uh, have him on Outside the Ring. Uh, it's uh, my good friend now, uh, uh, Robert Rehat Franco. How's it going, brother? It's going good, man, going good. All right, good, good. So you're off to a good start in 2012. Tomorrow night, you're going to be facing uh, undefeated Raul, uh, Raul Carrillo uh, for the vacant WBC, USNBC light welterweight title. Tell me how, how, how that is going to kick it off and how you've been preparing for that, brother. Well, uh, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a good fight. I know the, the guy I'm fighting, and I respect for everybody I fight. Uh, I know my training camp has been good, though. It's been a strong training camp, uh, a long training camp. Actually, I had uh, 10 weeks to prepare, and uh, so we kind of started slow, but we picked it up in the middle and uh, got going, and uh, and it's feeling very strong. I feel prepared. I don't, uh, I have all the confidence in the world that I'm going to come out tomorrow with a victory and with my new title. All right. God bless, man. I hope you do, man. And also... Um, you know, did you change anything about your training or in preparation for this fight? Did you do anything different, or or has it, you just said you you've been in there for ten weeks? Did you have to do anything different? Well, you know, uh, my uh, strength and conditioning coach is also a very good good friend of mine, like a brother to me, uh, Terry Hernandez. He uh, he uh, he always switches it up. He always tricks my muscles and uh, tricks my conditioning and. Uh, Every every uh every time I do a session with him it's something different and um and, and I still walk away uh basically half dead, half uh <laughs> <laughs> he has to scrape me up off the floor. So um it's always good. Uh my camps are always different uh, as far as the boxing goes. Um me and my uh coach Steve Mestis, we uh we really uh focus on the things that I already do know, we just try to make them good. I got uh forty one fights. I've learned a lot, so you know, trying not to overwhelm myself with too much new stuff. Just trying to perfect the stuff that I do know, and maybe throw a trick here, here, or there into it—a new right. trick, you know, something a little bit more, I guess you would say, spicier. Right, right. You have to, you have to do that, man, man. So going into this, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what was the game plan going into this fight, man? What what can you give to us that that, that we can expect you uh, to perform on or to do, and and uh, can you uh, tell us that? Well, you know, uh, I know the guy I'm fighting is tough, and I know he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a little bit bigger than me, uh, but he's also a little bit more. Um, he has uh, less experience than I do. Um, I think what I'm going to do is just go out and show him who the box is right away. Uh, <laughs> stick my jab, give him a stiff jab, and you know, stick stick it to him right away, and let him know 
who's uh, who's who's ring that is, and uh, he's coming into to my yard, my my promoter, my my backyard. I have all the fans are coming to watch me, and uh, I I uh, want him to know that uh, I'm the boss. Yeah, he's in trouble, and he's in trouble. Yep, that's good. Now, um, what 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 are the things though specifically? Can you you think you're going to be able to exploit on 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 on, on Carrillo? What do you think that, that that is is one of the things that you picked up on? Just give me one. You don't have to give me all of them. I just want one okay. that you know that 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 he does wrong, and that you're gonna let everybody know what it is that night. Uh, no movement, no head movement. Okay, a lot of jabbing. Then that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> no, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna yeah. stick it to him, man. I'm gonna take care of that target. Yeah, man. Especially if he comes in at you with his head all there, man. All you have to do is step back and let it drop. <laughs> you, yes, know? Sir. you know, you know, you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're 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 31 years old, man. Um. To me, you're still pretty young, <laughs> you know. But but you know, you know. But but in this sport, you know that that's 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 um you're what we say uh, grandfather, and I'm a great great grandfather. <laughs> so <laughs> how long how long how long do you see yourself uh, in the, in the sport? Well, you know, um, I've been in a lot of wars, uh, especially especially when I fought you, man. <laughs> but, stop, uh, it. You know, yeah, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! What's that? I was like, I was just uh, joking with you. I was like saying, "Stop it! Stop it!" But go on, go on. <laughs> but you know, uh, I uh, I feel good, man. I feel good. My head feels good. Um, I don't feel, you know, I still have myself. I still have myself about me, you know. And I made a promise to my mom that uh, if I started taking too many shots and Things started getting a little bit bad for me. I would, uh, um, you know, I would retire and uh, step back from it and maybe do something else with the sport because I love the sport all around. Um, so, you know, I basically, uh, basically, I think that I still have some gas left in the tank. Um, I feel good. My training camps are good. I'm working hard still. I'm not, you know, it's not uh, getting any softer for me in the gym. It's staying tough, staying hard. So, I mean, it's, Basically, uh, I think I just go by how I feel, uh, body-wise, you know, and, uh, you know, if I start getting hit in the head uh, too much, and, you know, I think uh, I'll have to take a step back, too. I don't want to, I want my kids to have me, you know. Yeah, man, I hear you, brother, man. You know, sometimes uh, we just got to step back and, and really analyze everything and see everything and weigh it, weigh it all. Is it worth it sometimes, you know? Um, so, you know. I, I agree with you and, and stuff like that. Every, after every, and you should, after every fight, decide and see, hey, did I lose uh, footing? Did I lose speed? Did I do this? Did I do that? What I used to do, if it's starting to weigh down, man, you know, um, it's to each his own interpretation of, 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 of how they see their self. You know, um, you got a big decision to make. But, you know, um, I obviously don't want to get too personal, bro, but... Um, uh, but your fights have always been inside the ring. What, what, what is it uh, in in life that, that hasn't been? You know, can you tell me anything uh, a little personal that, that that people might not know about Robert Franco? And let us let um, talk about it a little bit. Um. Well. Um. I think a few things. But uh, I got a. You know. I uh. My career was going good, and uh, I actually. Um, 
it's kind of, this is real personal. I went to prison in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, mm-hmm. uh, it was a 10-year sentence. I got sentenced to 10 years in prison, and, um, you know, I learned a lot through that, and uh, I'm lucky I'm here today. I, uh, the reason I'm out today, I'm not supposed to be what I am because, uh, I broke down the walls and ran away. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a reconsideration oh, I got, from the judge. I got a, I got a fugitive. I got a fugitive. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man. I got, I got uh, blessed. You know, the Lord blessed me and, uh, he kept me above water and kept my head up and kept me pushing forward with hope and, you know, it was a hard time. I did 14 months, you know, and it's not something I'm proud of, but it is something that I'm proud to know that I went through, got through it, and I'm a better person. And, uh, you know, a lot of people can go through stuff like that and uh, let it just take take them in and, and change their life in bad ways. Um, I took advantage of the time I had and uh, changed some things about myself. You know, I've always been a really good person. Uh, I just had some kinks in there. And... Uh, had to figure them out and, uh, had to figure myself out. So, you know, and also I found my new thing that I, that we, I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, in life, you know, it's, uh, it's a hard thing, but the judge, uh, found favor in me and, um, she, uh, reconsidered my case and they, they let me out, man. So blessed yeah. to be here, blessed to be on the phone with you. And also I was blessed to be in the ring with you, um, because <laughs> it was six months before that that I was in prison. Wow. Man, see that's amazing, man. It's 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 uh, man, what you're doing now. I mean, everybody goes through mistakes, and uh, you just it's what you do now from this time forward on, brother. And um, God bless you for 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 putting your head on right and and going forward with uh with your dream, man, of fighting, bro. And that's how it is, man. Uh, everybody goes through uh, a little spell like that, man. You know, or has some 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 bumps in the roads that they gotta overcome or. Get up and dust themselves off and, 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 and do it right. And you're doing it, man. And, um, if, if nobody has said, uh, good job in what you're doing, man, I, I want to be the first one to tell you, man, you're on your way, brother, man. And I wish you nothing but the best in, in your career. Um, you know, but, uh, also I want to talk to you. I want, I want you to, what's, what's actually your motivation in, in your boxing career, what what's the, the the thing that gets you pumped up and says, man, I gotta go get up and and go do the weights, go go run. You guys are up in the mountains, so I know you be climbing up the mountains and stuff. So, so yeah. what, what what's what's the motivation, man? What keeps you going? Well, first, thanks for uh, the nice nice words you just said, man. That's that's really that means a lot can come from you. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, my motivation. Um, I got four beautiful, beautiful angels, man, that were sent to me for God, man, and. They're my life. Um, I have my family, you know, and and my kids are just everything to me. I wake up in the morning, you know, four o'clock, four thirty in the morning, go to the gym at five. But before I leave, I always make sure I, I touch them on the head, give them a little kiss on their forehead, you know, just so they they uh, can feel my presence because I need their presence in me again. It's uplifting and it brings me to uh, the gym with the, you know, that's where my strength comes from. Um, you know, I call in my heart, you know. I, I could walk around with no muscles, and my heart would carry everything. So, and it's all from them, because their four hearts make my heart beat. So, it's, uh, yeah. that's, that's my motivation all the way around, you know. I want to do good for them. Um, when I'm training, I know what's at stake. I know, uh, you know, win, lose, or draw. If I go in there and give my best, no matter what, 
that uh, it, it stands for something. Right, man. I I agree with you in that end, my brother, man. Because your kids is 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 something special, man. I've I, I've got three of my own, uh, three boys. Um, yeah, they're a pain in the butt, like ninety nine percent of the time, <laughs> but <laughs> they're <laughs> you, you lucky know? dog, you're lucky dog, you're a lucky dog, man. Yeah, that's what they, that's what everybody keeps on telling me. But they should actually live in the house with the, these three boys. Man, they're 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 something, man. They are, they are hey, something. Man. Next, you don't have three princesses, man. Yeah, man. I got a teenager. She's fifteen, man. She's in high school. The boys are going crazy. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna stay. You're gonna stay with us, right, for the next time, my brother. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. We're taking your calls at eight 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 three four six ninety one forty four. Anything goes. So ask away. Here we go. We're taking that break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, welcome back. Uh, you're in the championship round. This is a championship round, and we have a future champion with us here today. 
Still with us uh, from, from the last segment, uh, Robert Rehard Frankel from Denver, Colorado, brother. Thanks for staying on. I really appreciate it. Um, now let, let's get back to talking about, um, you know, obviously we were talking about your motivations, your kids. Um, do your kids go to your fights? Uh, yeah. Uh, my two older ones do. They're uh, 15 and 11. So one's uh, my daughter's 15, my son's 11. And then I have two little girls who's uh, five and almost three. They're, uh, they, they stay home. They're too young for it, I think. Uh, sometimes, you know, like we've seen in Argentina, <laughs> the crowd gets a little bit crazy. I've never seen it get that crazy here locally, <laughs> but I have seen some stuff break out, you know, and uh, not like that. But like I said, it, yeah. it, there's people that get a little bit rowdy out there, so I keep the little ones at home. But yeah, my two older ones, they do. They they uh, they come and support me. They walk me to the ring after the fight. They're in the ring. Uh, it's a uh, it's a big big event for them too, and uh, I let them bring their friends too, which is awesome for them. Oh, that's good, man. That's good, man. Uh, but obviously, I mean, you, 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 you've seen that Argentinian thing, man. It's crazy. That's why, um, a lot of people don't like to go out there, man. They, they don't like to go outside of the country, man, to go fight. So, I mean, it, it is where it is. You know, it makes me nervous. The parts I've been, you know, over the ocean is, uh, Puerto Rico, which is still America, you know, American, Puerto, uh, Yeah, but Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, man. Puerto Rico is a, is a wild country too, man. I'm married to one, yeah. bro, a Puerto Rican dude, and she's, she's crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. What happened? I think you got first first hand view of that every day, huh? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. Her, 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 her family, they're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, Girl, you could be in trouble. <laughs> and and no, nah, I'm not gonna get in trouble, boy. Man, you crazy. Even yeah. her sister Lynette's a nut, man. She's crazy. Man. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. When you come out to Chicago, man, I'm going to introduce you to her, man. She's ghetto fabulous, bro. Ghetto okay, yeah, fabulous. I mean, you, know, I really, I, you know what? When I was out there, that was the only time I've ever been out there. I love, I love Chicago, man. That was so cool. It was below zero, but and I was walking <laughs> around. I still wanted to stay out there because it was it's so cool just to be there. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful city, man. I I stayed away for for about a year, a year and a half. Had to come back, man. I love the I love the Windy City, but um, nice. now now let, let's talk. Uh, t- uh, tonight you weigh in, bro. So you're okay with you got no urges to to uh, go eat a burrito, uh, pizza, or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I uh, talked to you earlier, man. I needed to, you know, you know I got a little hungry because you're talking about eating and stuff. Thanks a lot, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, man, I'm good. My weight's good. My strength conditioning coach also works with my nutrition, man. And, and I, uh, I'm, I, I'm completely good right now. All I need to do is lose a little bit of water weight, and uh, I'm good. And that's and then good. I'll, that's then I'll enjoy some steak or something afterwards. Yeah, yeah, man. What they what they always told me if it was pasta. After you weigh in, eat some pasta, and it'll give you energy and all that. So, but I don't want to mess up your diet. So you do what your guy's telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you be, hey man, I'm always I, open for new stuff. Man, pasta's good. I, I'm a, yeah, I try. I can be an Italian too, man. Yeah, there <laughs> you go, man. There you go, man. But uh, tell your fans uh, where they can they ca- uh, catch you or see you weigh in, and tell them where your your fight will be held at, man. All right, uh, the weigh-ins are at. Phase Club Phase Five, that's in uh, North Denver on eighty nine eighty North Federal Boulevard, and those will be at uh, seven o'clock. Uh-huh. And then um, seven o'clock, 
7 o'clock tonight. And then uh, afterwards, uh, you know, you can grab some food or do whatever, you know, figure out dancing and everything there. And then uh, the fights are tomorrow at uh, Red and Jerry's. That's uh, Santa Fe and Oxford down in Littleton, Colorado. Uh, uh-huh. I'll, be, I'll be the main event. Uh, the fights start at uh, 7 o'clock. The doors open at 6.30. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, is it going to be televised or not? Or uh, can no, we catch no, on the internet? No, no television. Uh, so get your tickets to the gun show and come check it out in person. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. Sounds good now. <laughs> what I want, what what I want to ask you now, Rob. What else do you do outside of uh uh, uh your boxing? You know what? What you, do you do? You go talk to kids. What what is it you do? Yes, much? I do. Um, you know, I uh, like I was talking about earlier. You know, uh, had a little bump in the road, and through that bump in the road, you know, I found that I have a power, and it's uh, talking to kids. Um, I have. Uh, Boxing has really helped me become uh, somebody that they can look to and uh, be happy to see and have around, you know, feel good to have around. So I do a lot of uh, reaching out. I try and talk to kids. Uh, you know, I started out with uh, one kid once a week, every Friday, and that has grown. You know, I'm in a classroom now at a middle school, local middle school, actually a middle school I went to. Um, and uh, it's it's turning out pretty good, you know. Uh, some weeks we go in there and we have a focus to talk about, and uh, some weeks I just go in there and sit in the classroom and they just do their thing. And uh, and usually I get asked questions, you know. And, uh, question I got last week that was pretty interesting to me from a teenage boy was um, what what it took for me to realize that I needed to make a change in my life. Beautiful. And Beautiful. That was an nice. interesting question. And you know, I got the answers. For that, those kinds of questions I have answers for, and uh, I'm privileged to know that and, and uh, to have these answers. I've been through a lot in my life, and if yeah. I can help kids avoid problems and make changes in their lives for positive things, then uh, I think it'll be uh, very productive and be a, turn out to be a positive thing. And there's more things going on that I want to get involved in. So, definitely, I that is awesome, bro. Hello, yeah. Rob, yeah. you're on? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm yeah. saying that that's awesome. That's good that you're giving back. It's a good thing to do that, man, because um, a, lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, the youth, like uh, from uh, my cousin Vinny, a lot of the youths are, um, you know, not uh, um, uh, doing the right thing, man, and they don't have a role model, man. And um, we have to, we have to step, step in. And um, help 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 the kids out a lot, you know. So I really uh, commend you on doing that, man. And that that's awesome. So um, how how can people get in Thank touch you. with you if 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 you know uh, they want you to come out and 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 talk to 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 some kids or 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 show up or, or do whatever it is? Uh, you have a Facebook account? Yes, I do. I'm on Facebook, uh, Rob Franco. That's it's just the Rob Franco in Denver, Colorado. Oh, um, I have an email address. Okay. Go ahead. Sh- yeah, shoot it out, brother. All right. It's uh, redhotboxer at hotmail.com. And uh, and also, uh, my, can I give out my phone number on you? Man, I, I don't know if you want to do that. If you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I can do that, man. It's, I right. got it out all over the place. All right, go ahead, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no crazy people allowed to call, but you can call if you need me to talk to anybody. Uh, 
brother man I, I rob man again I, I appreciate you for being on my show um, it's a great uh, great thing but I gotta I gotta share something with you right now because um I just got a text <laughs> uh, from my sister-in-law who's uh, listening to the show Lynn I was only joking don't come and beat me up I was only playing she's a sweet girl she's nice she's not ghetto she's not ghetto at all <laughs> so just so <laughs> just so you know rob just so you know, man, she's not ghetto. I was just joking. But, Rob, thanks again, man. We got to cut this thing off. Again, thank you for being on the show. And to everybody else listening, thank you. We'll see you outside the ring. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.